Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer. I am one of the elders at the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And for the episode today, we're going to be talking about stanza 11 and stanza 12 of the beautiful 119th Psalm. So looking at stanza 11. My soul faints for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, When wilt thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. And they almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Spurgeon called this part of the 119th Psalm the midnight of the psalm, and very dark and black it is. But he also went on to say, Stars, however, shine out, and the last verse gives promise of the dawn. It's obvious that the psalmist is writing out of the depths. It is apparent that his enemies have persecuted and attacked him wrongfully, doing so because of his determination to walk according to God's way. Even though he has remained firm in his resolve, his enemies have succeeded in dragging his spirits down. He describes himself as being like a bottle in the smoke. The idea there is that of a wineskin hanging over a fireplace that becomes shriveled and discolored by the heat and the smoke. It really is quite a graphic illustration. Yet he did not give up. Even in his difficulties and even in the depths of despair, he remained faithful to God's testimonies. He knew that in continuing to glorify God by his obedience, God would preserve his life and keep him in his care. Let me ask you, have you ever been down in the depths? Have you ever spent a number of sleepless nights, perhaps even what could be called the midnight of your life, tossing and turning because of the way others have treated you? And why have they treated you so wrongfully? Because you were determined to be obedient to God. We can take solace from the fact that there have been many, many great men of God who have found themselves in the depths because of the way they were treated by the ungodly. In each case, they were mistreated because of their faithfulness to God. Consider Elijah, who after his great stand for God on Mount Carmel, had his life threatened by Jezebel. In 1 Kings 19.10, we find him in a cave, having fled for his life. God asked him, What are you doing here, Elijah? His answer was, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, 
For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. He wasn't the only one left, and neither are we. Later, Elijah was taken up by a whirlwind into heaven. I believe that an occasional trip to the depths can make us appreciate the lifting power of God's word even more. The time will come when the faithful servants of God will also go to heaven. We know from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So do not despair when you find yourselves in the depths. Let's look now at stanza 12 of the 119th Psalm. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abides. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are thy servants. Unless thy law had been my delight, I should then have perished in mine affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine. Save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. The word of God is unchangeable and unaffected by the continued passage of time. The psalmist views the permanence of the world that God created and perceives it as an indication of the permanent faithfulness of God's precepts. It is man's responsibility to continue faithfully in obedience to God's ordinances, for all have been created to be his servants. Having something as unchangeable and constant as the word of God enabled the psalmist to remind himself constantly that he needed to remain constant in the ups and downs of life. He knows from his experience of life that all earthly perfection has an end. It will reach its limits and regress. However, there are no limits to God's word. It will endure forever and be forever true. Man's knowledge is constantly changing. The textbooks that were used in science classes when I was in school are no longer being used. Knowledge has increased, and previously held scientific facts or theories have been proven to be wrong. I remember the days of black and white television with no remote controls. It seems that everything changes. What was true yesterday in the world may not be true tomorrow. Look at a map or a globe from 30 years ago. There are so many different countries. Boundaries have changed and governments have both risen and fallen. What can we hold on to? The answer is simple we can hold on to the immutable word of God. Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 35, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The religions of man seem to be in a constant state of flux, with new doctrines and new ideas being set forth all the time. 
God's word says the same thing now as it did when it was first revealed. Man's beliefs have changed, man's dogmas have changed, and man has sought to make religion in his own image. God's word has not and will not change. What else do you know in this world that is like that? Thanks for listening.